What's up, Value Warriors? <laughs> Welcome to the Value Script. Lonnie Carmichael here is your host. We have our lovely co-host, Meredith Carmichael, coming to you live from the dining room table. And we had just uh, wanted to throw something out there real quick for you guys to chew on. And really, again, I, we would really love to hear your feedback and what you guys think of this because it helps us to understand what is valuable to you. And we care. and We want to put out content that matters. But yesterday... I had my third day consecutively in lifting weights and working out again since COVID. Three days, baby. I did break that this morning. I had a medical reason. I had to, had to do a fasting blood draw at my doctor's office. And so um, I had to have a fairly normal, um, fairly normal makeup going in there. So I used that as an excuse not to work out this morning. It's the best excuse I had. Anyway, um, but nonetheless, I was working out yesterday and with my lovely wife, and I we were t- uh, the concept came to me about self love, and I think being perpetuated across social media, man, even across now in Sports Illustrated and in Vogue and other um, platforms where beauty used to be celebrated, we're celebrating something else, and we're trying to call it healthy and glorious and wonderful. And so, and, and to some people it's, it's empowering, um, but it's not necessarily sending the message of health and excellence. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about self-love and what that means, uh, what self-love really is. And again, I'm not the guru. I don't have it all figured out, but these are just some thoughts that we had. You want to, you want to run with that, babe? Yeah, well, I think just in society today, we're we're taught, like, just love yourself however you come. However you come, it's fabulous. You don't have to do anything for anyone, including yourself. And and whatever the dynamic is, you're great, just like that. And, and back at the other person, like, if I don't accept you just for everything you got, flaws and all, like, something wrong with me. Right, right. Right? And, yep. and um, in the relationship dynamic, that sounds kind of nice, like, hey, I get to just be loved just the way I am. What's, well, wrong, a, what's wrong with that? There's a certain element of that that stands true. But at the same time, you you can't expect to to love yourself and to be happy with yourself if you're not um, doing things to help yourself progress and to be great, to be your best self, um, to take care of yourself both emotionally and physically. Um, if you're just kind of slobbing around and going through the motions and really half-hearted half-heartedly doing everything how are you gonna love yourself that way um emily Frisella had a fantastic post about um self-love and um the beginning of it says loving yourself is unconditional false and she goes through um it's kind of a long post so we didn't want to read all of it but um we did want to read this um certain part she said i know i didn't love myself when i would only do the minimum go out to the bar three nights a week and be too tired or hung over to give 100 percent effort to my life the next day too tired to work out and would give into greasy fatty food cravings because i didn't feel like cooking anything and too tired to read at night so i would just want to watch a mindless movie how the hell could i have valued myself i was a shell of what i could be unhappy out of shape and just existing not living there's a difference take care of yourself do the right thing eat healthy move your body read a book treat people how you would like to be treated do do the stuff you wouldn't want done to sorry don't do the stuff you wouldn't want done to you be a contributing member of society um that is self-love so 
what a beautiful concept because we wouldn't we wouldn't want to be in a relationship with somebody that was lazy and lied to us all the time and was unfaithful and um, just didn't put any effort in, but yet... Or didn't show up didn't when show up. they were supposed to show up to right. be with you. Right, right, right. And how often do we lie to ourselves and do that personally in our own lives and then wonder why why we don't truly love ourselves? Um, I don't know. It's a beautiful concept that that is not often spoke about, and I and often even that it's not spoken about. But the opposite is being taught right now in our society that just come as you are, and people just need to accept you, however that is. Not only that, but make special circumstances to make you feel wonderful in your mess, right? <laughs> right, in your hot mess. Yes, and and. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just not, you can buy into that all you want. It's just not going to be fulfilling. And we're not trying to get political or, or grind an angle here at all. That's not what this show is about. But this show is about being able to create a healthy dialogue so the truth can come out. And honestly, if you're not actively working at making your life better, it's getting worse. And it's not society's fault. It's yours. If you're not actively working to make your life better, to make your relationships stronger, to make yourself healthier, your life's not going to be better. It, it's math. It's like one plus one. All of a sudden, they want to make it worth ten. It's not. It's worth two. Mm-hmm. And if you have a, if you have, think about your really close friendships. If you have a really good friend that you've been, you know, you've been friends with your whole life, and you're about to do something horrible, do you want your friend to be like, "Oh yeah, go ahead and do that." Oh, yeah, I love you, girl. <laughs> go, go for ahead. it. I love you. You, you go ahead and step into that. Because you're going to feel great about yourself in the morning. By the way. <laughs> that's not what's going to happen. So we can't expect others to do that. And we, we shouldn't do that to ourselves and expect great, great outcomes. It just won't work that way. One thing I realized I needed to change in my life, and it's going to be one of my um, powerless tasks going into phase one, which side note, tangent, which I'm really good at. I'm probably good at tan- better at tangents than <laughs> anything else. <laughs> we are going to start phase one. And that is part of the 75 or the Live Live Hard program. It's a year-long program. You start with 75 hard. You Obviously, we, we've talked about 75 hard, but 75 hard, you, for 75 days straight, you read 10 pages of a book, you drink a gallon of water every day, you pick a diet and stick to it every day with no cheat meals for 75 days. You work out twice a day. One workout has to be outside. One workout can also be outside or could be inside and using weights or whatever, but two workout, two 45 minute workouts a day, one having to be outside and take a progress pick. That's it. Right? Reading? reading 10 pages. Yes. And so in addition to those things, after you've done that for 75 days straight, then you can go straight into phase one. We chose to take a break and um, develop some bad habits. And so realizing that we need to work on some of those bad habits Getting into phase one, phase one is all the requirements of 75 hard plus a five minute cold shower. And then you have your power list and your power list is all the intentions of 75 hard plus three more. And um, anytime any of those things become natural or easy for you, like taking a cold shower is easy. Well, cold shower is part of phase one, but, um, you know, making your, well, well, if 75 hard tasks, even like. You know, you have eight powerless tasks and five of those come from 75 hard. And so if a gallon of water is not a problem for you anymore, then that's not one of your powerless tasks. Your powerless tasks are there to help you dial in parts of your life that aren't dialed in. For me, I need to wake up when my alarm goes off. 
I am a snooze button king. I just hit the snooze and then I hit the snooze and then I hit the snooze and then I hit the snooze. And I hate doing it because I'm not getting restful sleep. And I'm also not getting anything done, but I don't want to get out of bed. Right. And so I'm just wasting my time. I'll need to re-listen to that part of the podcast while I'm editing over and over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a snoozer. Well, you know, Jocko Willink, he said, you know what the, you know what that sound is after you hit the snooze button? Hmm. It's the sound of your dreams dying. You know how I know I'm doing it is when I'm reaching and I and I wake up with screenshots of my alarm. Oh wow! <laughs> because I'm pressing both the buttons uh, just to smash it. No, but Jocko, he said every time you hit the snooze button, that sound afterwards, that silence is your. Dream? That's the sound of your dreams dying. And every time you hit the button, they're dying that much more. Every time, that much more, that much more. Get up when your alarm goes off. Get up. Get out of bed. I don't give you got to fall out of bed and do push-ups, whatever you got to do. So that is my new intention. I'm working on that. I've been doing that this week, trying to prep for it. Um, that, you know, my anxiety attack Monday helped <laughs> roll me out of bed at 3.30 in the morning. And then uh, the next day we got up at uh, five. Was it five or 4.30? I, don't, I, don't. I think it was five. And um, we did that for the next couple of days. And, um, and it the, is really hard. Like, I don't know, for us, it's, it's hard. We stay up way too late every night so it is hard to get out of bed but once we're up and going like it's beautiful to walk outside like it's cooler in the mornings like get our workout done early like the kids are all asleep and so we can function well and get a lot done like i love that time well another thing jocko said he's like you start stacking wins before you even leave your house right it's like you get up say five o'clock he gets up i think 4 30 every morning maybe earlier that guy's awesome it's incredible machine but um, once your alarm goes off, get out of bed. That's a win. That's win number one. Okay. And then, um, go work out. That's another win, you know, um, read 10 minutes or 10 pages. That's another win, you know, then make yourself some healthy food. That's another win. You have four or five wins before you even leave your house for work. You're already hitting the road running with five wins in the day. You're off to a good day. Most days I would get out of bed and be like, and because I'd snooze for 45 minutes and I'm groggy as I'll, I'll, I'll get out. And I don't want to be, I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to go to work, you know? So that's, so I'm, I'm, I, I lost the battle with my alarm. I probably lost the battle with my wife getting dressed because I didn't know where my socks were <laughs> or some stupid crap like that. Is that happens a lot, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and, and then I lost the battle with, you know, taking a shower because I don't want to do that. And now I got to get in my car and I got to run like you're are, you lost the battle. And I wonder why I have crappy days. I noticed this last week, though, when I was like on the spot, like Meredith's alarm went off a little bit earlier than mine did. And I was like, nope, we got to get up. We're not snoozing. The alarm went off. We're getting out of bed. And and both of us were like, the dreams are dying. But it was, but, but I can tell you like, how did you feel? I mean, I felt amazing those days, yeah. even though I was, and my default was like, look, if I'm tired later in the day, maybe at lunch, I'll take a 30 minute nap. Yeah. Or if you have the day off and you get up at five, like on a Friday or Saturday, if you have the day off, you get up at five work, man. That's, you know, Ben Newman calls that separation season that the weekend time when you're working on yourself or your goals or your side hustle and no one else is that's separation season, right? That's what separates out the winners from the losers. And uh, it makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, It really does feel great. And, and really great. And that's actually loving yourself enough to do what's best for yourself. 
It's not loving yourself enough to let yourself be a horrible slob that doesn't ever accomplish or progress. Mm-hmm. It's it, there's a big difference, and I think I just wanted to speak counter to what I think our counter our, our major cultural message is right now is um, you know love yourself in a mess. Now there's a place for acceptance and love and and loving your fellow man and all the we're not talking about that. We're talking about loving yourself. Okay, we're talking about applying this to yourself and how you cannot be frustrated with yourself. And a lot of it has to do with the promises you keep with yourself. And so, you know, doing phase one, um, eight, eight promises a day you're going to keep for yourself, with yourself for 30 days straight. And you're going to do that for 30 days straight. And then after phase one, um, you take a break, then you roll into phase two, and you have to take a certain amount of time off between phase two and phase three. Um, because I think the idea of the program is you're, you're trying to instill these good habits in your life. And then, you know, you start them in 75 hard and then you, you can roll right into phase one. We didn't. So we, we gave place for some of those habits to really fall off and they really did. And so now we're doing phase one as a tune up and we're going to reestablish these good habits in our life. We're keeping promise to ourselves we make every day. And that helps create this great positive mental image, helps hone your mental toughness and your grit. And then you take a break and then you see if you can maintain those habits when you don't have to. And then you go back into a more rigid program of when you have to and just helping yourself to, re- to learn to analyze, first of all, what do I need to work on? Second of all, how do I make it stick? And this is, this is a program. It's not the only program, but it's a very effective program at helping you do that, helping you keep the promises you make with yourself and helping you win the war you have in your own freaking head. Yeah. yeah. I was just talking to my friend the other day and she was saying that she realized when she doesn't take care of her basic needs, she, she starts to lose her mental edge, like basic as in like she's been working all day and she doesn't have time to eat or doesn't take the time to eat, doesn't schedule the time to eat. And so she's super tired and then she's, you know, worn down and, um, and if she doesn't take the time to work out and move her body, like that starts to weigh on her. And then by the end of the day, she's like worn out and she just, you know, it's like, I don't have the, what it takes to be able to do the things that I need to do at the end of the day. And I just want to give in and escape and just, you know, heck with it. And, and, um, that's such a good reminder for us that we need to, take time for ourselves, those, those basic things to eat healthy and work out and get enough sleep. Like those are pretty basics. Drink water, a lot of water. Like That's yeah. one thing I have to force myself to drink enough water. Um, but those are such important things for not only our physical health, but our mental health. Kind, too. Of, kind of funny. My brain um, consciously or, so, or unconsciously forgot one of the other main requirements is no alcohol. No alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> I just wrote that down. That's, that's <laughs> and, a big one. <laughs> yeah. Because as you mentioned, like um, old habits creeping in um, during COVID and I was kind of bored and using this as an excuse, whatever. I, old habits crept in. I started drinking and it was not good. It led to no good things. And uh, we talked about that on, on previous episodes um, and it wasn't a good thing. Um, so, you know, getting back on track, this, this is something that works really well for me. But again, you know, don't, don't tell yourself the lie that you can love yourself in a way that you would never be able to love anyone else. Like if you aren't showing up for yourself and if you're not keeping the promises you make to yourself and you're lying to yourself and you're not uh, willing to show up for yourself, you wouldn't love somebody else that did that to you. So 
stop doing that to yourself and watch how your life changes. Like watch how your life gets better. I mean, just try it, right? Like just try it, you know, and, and you don't have to necessarily do as rigid of a program as the live hard program. Although if you do, it'll change your life. I promise you that, but do something like, you know, moving outside, it's a genius. Like, you know, the studies they've done with vitamin D and sunlight and how that links to depression and overall general health, even your ability to fight off COVID and your, regulating your immune system. A lot of the vitamin D that we get in Northern America comes through our eyes because there's not a lot of direct sunlight in most places of Northern America. In Arizona, there is for a few months out of the year, but north of here, there's really not. And so, you know, if you're wearing sunglasses all the time and your skin's covered up and you're inside all day, you, you know, you may not need to wonder why you have issues of being happy. Um, you're not getting enough sun. Like the yeah. sun isn't the enemy, right. you know, like we've been taught that it was. So, um, you know, moving outside, working out outside every day, I think is, is, it's, it's healing and it's, there's a lot of wellness that comes from that, from a lot of different aspects, but also moving your body every day, you know, being active. That's just a natural antidepressant. It is. It is perfect. It may, I don't know. It, it makes a difference. Just like you said, even if you're not going to dive into 75 hard, like, all of those things are good habits. Like pick some of them and start, even if you don't feel like you can tackle the whole thing, like start doing healthy things for yourself. For, that's going to put your, your mind and your body in a good place. But don't expect that you can drink every day, not work out, eat crappy food, watch TV, don't read and be happy. Right. It, it's, it, not gonna, it's, it's not, not a recipe. And, and if you want to say, I got to love myself, you know, there's a certain amount of acceptance of self and a certain amount of baseline love you do need to have for yourself right but self-love and self-care is actually loving and caring for yourself it's an act their action their verbs you can't get that sitting on your couch i think the opposite maybe would be like self-criticism you don't need to criticize yourself but at the same time be real well, with what you need i think and, i and think be you need honest to with yourself well but i don't know maybe riddle me this do you need to be honest enough with yourself that you can be an honest critic of yourself so, you know the word criticism as you know has a negative connotation but actually being able to critique your flaws critique guess, your weaknesses critique where you need to work that's not necessarily a bad thing I is guess it what I, where i'm coming from is is to not label yourself as i'm so lazy i'm so i'm so fat i'm so whatever yeah. um but rather than doing that because like, those hey, those labels I, help you stay stuck in right, those those things right. yes. but thinking like hey i really need to change my eating habits like i need to start eating more healthy i need to not eat so much fast food i need to start working out every day whether it's just going for a walk I mean, just go for a walk if that's all you can do you know if you're getting started or whatever but um I don't know. I guess I see what you're saying about the being critical of yourself in a way that helps you progress out of it. Yeah. Be willing to be an honest, honest critique critic. of yourself. Yeah. But don't be, don't be your own worst enemy. Right. Right. Don't be your own bully. Don't be your own bully in your head. Don't be, head. Your don't, be the, don't be your own bully in your head. That's not going to help you. You know, we have a friend that is largely, I'm trying to lose enough weight so that she can qualify for a weight loss surgery. And she has made a phenomenal progress, by the way. Yeah. Right. Like she's lost over a hundred pounds. Lost over hundred pounds. And how has that affected her mental outlook? Well, it's helped her a lot. I mean, a lot. And the thing that's, that's difficult too, is she still, 
she still has a long ways to go. And so I think right now um, she does recognize her progress, but she's she's had a lot of circumstances that has prevented her from getting that surgery already. And so I know that's frustrating for her, but to make significant life lifestyle changes like that, to be able to do that, like hats off to her. Absolutely. That is freaking hard. And it's amazing because you're, hard. you're, you're doing <laughs> breathe <laughs> again. This is how you regulate your emotions. <laughs> that's how I regulate my emotions. Um, breathing is another useful tool. I talked about cold showers and stuff, but breathing helps me a lot, but nonetheless, but you know, we're proud of you. I mean, you've made a lot of good effort and it has not been easy. And we want to be in your corner to encourage you to keep going, babe, because you're going to get there. You're going to get there if you don't quit. You're going to get there. And, um, you know, and how, how amazing is that going to feel? You know, try to, try to imagine that gratitude. Try to imagine how grateful you're going to feel for being able to obtain what you're after now. And that'll help you manifest that into your life in the future moving forward and help you have the motivation and power to get there. Yeah, so proud of her. Yep. So proud of her. And it's she's amazing. been very like, you know, she's like, how did I get here? How did I get to this place? You know, where she just was so unhappy and and her weight was such a significant problem and and in impacting her entire life, you know, and um I'm just really proud of her for doing that. That is hard. It was hard for me to stick with things consistently and you know, I didn't have a mountain of weight that I needed to lose. That is hard. Yeah. It was really hard. So and we're not saying you got to be a swimsuit model to be happy and love yourself. That's not where I'm by. I realized my error by starting out with swimsuit at Sports Illustrated and Vogue, like <laughs> may have set the wrong tone because that's not necessarily healthy either. Um, but, you know, if, if you take where you are today and you improve yourself. That's going to bring a feeling of accomplishment, joy and fulfillment. It just will. So figure out how to need to move. <laughs> just is not gonna cut that all right figure out how to move the needle in your own life and how you need to do it but do it and i promise you you'll be happier for it absolutely all right thanks for listening to the value script tune in next time don't forget to clickety click like and share, baby. Please share this message with anybody you feel would be um, benefited from it and would add value to their life. And if you felt that it added value to your life, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love more for you to pay it forward. Till next time. <laughs>